Hi there, Kim Coles here, and I am excited and delighted to introduce you to a very wise woman. In fact, she's one of the wise women in the Wisdom Gifts book collaboration. Uh, we partnered to create this incredible book sharing wisdom and the gifts that are in the wisdom and the lessons that are in the gifts that are in the wisdom. But what I'm going to do now is read you her bio and then bring her on so we can have a nice conversation about what she knows that she knows that she wants to share with the world. Sabrina Allen is an active advocate in the communities she's a part of. She works on and promotes causes as varied as home ownership, veterans issues, corporate responsibility, and women's issues affecting society. Saprina is known for her work on home mortgages and advocating for the homeowner. Every home has a heartbeat is a mantra that she reminds the companies she consults with to engage their sense of accountability to the people that they are working with in in turn. Her work in the mortgage note industry has garnered accolades and attention industry-wide, including top 100 people in finance and leadership awards from Note Summit, among others. Mm, impressive. Oh, but wait, there's more. Sabrina gets more satisfaction through her outreach work, noting that she sits on the Alliance YMCA board. She is especially proud of her How Dirty Is Your Dress series of conferences and her work in helping the mental health of veterans. A recent project has, uh, has been collaborating with house flipping expert Vance Smith to create a better process for real estate investors to realize gains in their industry as well as helping the homeowners purchasing their real estate to have better experiences and be better financially grounded in their purchases. Please welcome to the stage, Sabrina Allen. Hello, Sabrina. Hello, Kim, how are you doing? I'm doing great, you know, I'm doing well when I get to be in the company of amazing women like you. It is an honor to share the stage with you, Kim. Yes, well, let's share the stage a little bit right here, right now. Let's shine some light on, on all of your goodness. So. You know, I love that you have this uh, this love of 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 home ownership and finances and and helping people through their their financial um, roadmap. And you know, we've been working together for for a little minute here. Um, I want to ask you first, what made you decide to say yes to participate in the Wisdom Gifts book experience? Well. It was just so exciting in the word gift. Um, it's about giving back um, and, and just the word itself, just mm -hmm. it spoke volumes to what I wanna do. I wanna continue to give. And I felt like that would really set the stage for me and actually open the door for me to be able to have a conversation with people to know that I was really willing to give. Mm -hmm. well, you, well, you've been opening doors on your own. You've been handing people the, key to their own doors for a long time. Um, and and this is another way for you to expand your reach. And so I'm just really des delighted that you were willing to be this giving and this generous in this way. So thank you for sharing your wisdom in the book and thank you for all the ways that you're making a difference in the world. So I just wanna say that from the, from the beginning. May I ask you, what got you interested in real estate? So um, 
really it was by accident, to be honest. I was working in a foreclosure department at a bank and I found myself being helpless. Um, you know, we had a process, we had a 30, 60, 90, 120 days and you went off to the attorneys and there was nothing I could do. Um, at the end of the time, it had to go to the attorney and I had no power. I had no say so. And um, people were looked at in their bad situations as deadbeats, as, you know, you know, they were frowned upon. They were worthless people and people didn't think about people in the bank didn't think that people had things happen, life happened, circumstances happened. And, mm -hmm. and I just felt like if I ever get in a place where I'm able to make decisions to be able to help people, I'm going to help them get on their feet and hit the reset button for them and not judge them for something that happened in their life. That's so beautiful. What was it like the first time you were able to help someone reset that button? Oh, or my hit goodness. The reset button. Yeah. It was so great. Um, it was somebody in foreclosure and we had actually, um, I had actually went to run a hedge fund and they were in foreclosure and we were thinking outside the box and we really didn't want the house back. And we actually completed the foreclosure and we rented the house back to them. And then we eventually ended up selling the house back to them, um, changing the game on how things were done. And people thought I was crazy. And I said, like, no, I'm going to change the way we do this. I said, if we become the bank, I make the rules and I can set a new stage on how things are done. This is incredible. It's huge. Uh, you know, this is a new mindset and, and, and creativity really so that people, number one, I love that you, that you're seeing people as people and as, and looking at their circumstances, but not judging them for what has happened. So that's beautiful. And, and how can we get more bankers and real estate folks and folks in finance to think that way? What do you think it would take to change their minds? So one, it's about experience. And, and right now I'm working in community development. I'm working in community um, banking. And I was actually speaking with some bankers and they were talking about, you know, all the things that they needed to do for people that are in low to moderate income um, track areas and things like that. And I started asking them questions. I said, have you ever lived in metropolitan housing? And they were like, no. I said, have you ever been on welfare? They were like, no. I said, have you ever wondered how you were going to feed your kids? They said, no. They said, I said, have you ever went to McDonald's to buy your kids a Happy Meal because it was cheaper than buying groceries? They said, no. I says, well, I have. And if you can't say you have, you can't make decisions for poor people or people who have challenges in their life. So you need to have more people like me help make decisions for people who are struggling in order to have a mindset and have different rules for people to get to a different place. Mm. Mm. This is, you know, the enormity of that is setting all in my heart. It's just like, whoa, that that was your journey. And can we talk a little bit about your journey and how did you go from that list of things, someone who paid for a happy meal instead of groceries, someone who lived in metropolitan housing, someone who has been on welfare. And I can't even remember what the fourth one was because I'm trying not to cry, Sabrina. How did you go from becoming, from being that woman who is worthy of having financial abundance, financial stability and building a life for her children and a legacy for her children? How did you go from 
that woman to the to to this version of you? Well, when someone believed in me, that's number one. They believed in me more than I believed in myself, and they taught me um, what financial literacy meant. They taught me what budgeting meant, and then I looked at my children, and I realized that I wanted more for them than where we were. They never knew we were poor. Um, you know, they look at me like I'm crazy when I told them we were poor, but we were. <laughs> um, and and that was the mindset. And failure was not an option for me. Mm-hmm. And when I started to be able to see um, the fruits of my labor um, and getting bonuses at the bank and being able to climb the corporate ladder and seeing that I didn't have to finish where I started and that mm-hmm. the finish line, I could continue to climb the ladder and get go higher and higher and higher. And there was no level that I could not achieve. Um, that was how I started to climb. And now, um, you know, people say I'm crazy. I never sleep. I, I continue to work because I want to help other people. But I also want to continue to grow because I want to make sure that I leave a legacy behind that people remember. And it's not just about money. It's about leaving behind what I did. And it was a purpose behind what I did. Oh, you're doing that 100% right now. And I know that you will continue to do so. You know, as you were talking and you mentioned the the image of the ladder, you know, I love that you are climbing this ladder and you're reaching and pulling people onto the ladder with you. And you, in your case, you're actually teaching them how to have their own ladders. I, I wonder what the ripple effect of the work that you have done. Have you had a chance to speak to anyone who has, you know, maybe come out of foreclosure or learned how to budget and, you know, understood financial literacy? Have you seen the effects of the effects yet? Is there any any stories that you would want to share? Um, Yes. So there is a lady um, in Cleveland, Ohio. I can't mention her name, but this was a lady that was in foreclosure back in 2003. And I actually sold her note to someone on the secondary market in New York, in the New York, New Jersey area. And I actually happened to run into this investor years later. And he says, you know, she's still she's still making her mortgage payment. I did a mod. Um, she still struggles at Christmas time, but she's still doing really, really well. And she talks about how kind you were to her and how you gave her a second chance. And she'll and she says she'll never forget you. And to hear that story after all of these years, and she's almost at the finish line to pay off her mortgage, just gives me goosebumps. Um, And so, and and there's really, really a lot more. And I, and I, so I always ask for testimonials and, um, and sometimes they give them and sometimes they don't. And even now, like I'm on the lending side more so than I am on the foreclosure side. And, um, And I fight, you know, they get mad at me at the bank. I will take everything up to the highest point I can take it when there's financial challenges. It's not just to know when somebody's denied on a loan. If there's challenges, I fight and I get those testimonials to people who say they apply to two, three different financial institutions and I'm able to get their loan to go through because I understand all the pieces of finance. And it's just really, really rewarding to allow someone to walk away with those keys. I love it. I love it. You have created quite a ripple in the pond, dear Sabrina. That's just, it's really inspiring and amazing. And so I want to go back to something you said earlier, and I just want to be 
express my concern as your sister that you say you don't get it you don't get enough sleep you're working so hard you don't get sleep what can we do to make sure that you take good care of yourself so that we can uh just see you do even more and more and you watch you exponentialize yourself so i want you what can we do to make sure that you could take good care of yourself well you know i take a lot of vacations so i just came back from cancun and oh, okay. i think i slept 29 hours and my girlfriends talked about me because when i got there um i hit that pillow and i said do not talk to me until i'm ready to go and when I got up, I was ready to go and we had a good time, but I, I had to recharge. So okay. when I when I know that I'm tired, I need to go away for rest. I, I do okay. sleep. And and I was in the ATL over the weekend and I slept every night when I was there. I worked a little bit and I finished my chapter. I finished okay. like I was to do at the 11th hour. You sure? <laughs> I said, Kim's going to kill me. I got to hurry up. <laughs> no, it's in and it's beautiful and uh, it's ready. You know, it's ready for the world and ready more for the world. So when you look back, it, so, uh, so by the way, kudos. So I love that you go somewhere, you, you fly someplace and have a very expensive nap. So I love the way you rock. I love the way that that works for me. Um, as you keep doing this and keep growing, I would say to you, I'll ask you first, what's next for you? What's the next level? What's the next rung on that ladder for you? What's next for me? I have a two part um, is new construction and tiny houses. So the, the new construction is something that um, is something that's a dream of mine um, to, to build um, houses from the, the ground up because I'm a visionary. And then um, that's something that's going to hit the bigger pockets that everybody can't afford with the new construction. And then the tiny houses is still something that I can I can actually create, but it's something as far as affordability for people that can't afford a they can't afford much. Um, someone on Social Security, somebody on SSI, to that low to moderate income family, or that one individual who wants to have something to call their own, and they can still afford it. So it's a two part process. I'm doing the same thing, but in a different way. So those are the those are the things that I'm going to do next. Um, just um, trying to figure out how I'm going to start the fund, how I'm going to raise the capital. But that's on my bucket list. And that was a call that I actually finished up before I got on this, the interview with you. Oh, great. Well, I'm hoping that someone will see this and maybe you'll have some investors that want to jump in with you because you're doing this for good. It's not, you know, I haven't heard you at all say it's profitable and, and it, I'm sure it is profitable and it's great for the bank and I'm sure it's great for the bank. I'm hearing the energy of how good it is for the community, how good it is for the individuals, how good it is for the spirit. And uh, there's no way that you won't continue to increase and maybe somebody watching this will go here, take $755,000 billion of my money and go make it work and 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 do good things. And you're a perfect example of someone who can uh, do good uh, by, by using her knowledge and her skills and using her life's wisdom. So when 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 it's all said and done, and like like a hundred years from now, when Sabrina is ready to check out of this mortal coil. What do you want people to say about you? I want them to, to say that that I cared and that they mattered. Um, that when they talked, I listened. Mm -hmm. um, my motto is putting America back on its feet, one mortgage at a time, one home at a time. I want people to love where they live. Mm -hmm. um, 
I want people to remember that about me is that I cared. I didn't want them to, to live in rundown um, sugar shacks is what I call them when I, sometimes I go into them. I want them to know that, um, that I really cared about them as individuals. Mm-hmm. Well, I know people are saying that now. I know that people will continue to say that. And uh, I know that when it's all said and done, they, there will be even more and more and more. I'm so excited to get to play and work with you in this world. Uh, and um, just excited to see what's next and next. And I'm going to jump up on the ladder with you. I got, I got okay. I'm a little height challenged, I'm a little balance challenged, but I know you're going to hold on, help me hold on and stay, stay the course. Okay. <laughs> you down? Yes. Okay. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, that was, and that is Sabrina Allen. We'll link below how you can connect with her and help her, um, you know, further this cause of seeing people happy in their homes. I love that other motto that every home has a heartbeat and our hearts are beating for you and all the work that you do. So thank you so much. Sabrina. Thank you very much. All right. That's it. That was Sabrina Allen. More to 